Jacksonville, W-A-Y-L, St. Augustine, W-A-T-Y, Folkestone, Georgia. Online at ilovethetruth.com. Let's Face the Issues is a daily broadcast ministry of First Conservative Baptist Church with Dr. Gene A. Youngblood. Dr. Youngblood is also the founder, president of Conservative Theological University. Let's Face the Issues broadcast deals with real issues facing our culture today from a biblical perspective. God created three institutions, the home, government, and the church. Therefore, any issue that is harmful or has a negative impact on either of these institutions will be carefully dealt with and confronted from a biblical worldview. Too often, good people are afraid to confront serious issues that are attacking the church, the home, and Christians. We must stand against the enemies of the family and the church. Tune in each day for another broadcast of Let's Face the Issues with Dr. Gene A. Youngblood. Here is Dr. Youngblood with Let's Face the Issues. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. It's always our delight to have you on board with us as we face the issues. We're going to be looking at an unusual issue title today. We're calling this broadcast, Just Shoot Them. Just Shoot Them. Yes, that's the exact words of a supposed candidate for the Senate seat in California. One of his stump speeches, he said, those that refuse to be vaccinated, we need to just shoot them. Now, would you have ever believed in the United States of America, you'd hear that coming from a supposed political candidate for political office representing we the people? Just shoot them. And ladies and gentlemen, let me remind you, as we face the issues, we do so based on the authority of Scripture. It's the written, revealed, inspired, infallible, inerrant Word of God. It's what I call the truth book, because in John 8, 31 and 32, the Lord Jesus says, If you continue in my word, then you're my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth. The truth shall make you free. And then Jesus himself said in John 14, 6, I am truth. And further, he makes a declaratory statement in John 17, 17, where Jesus says, Thy word is truth. Ladies and gentlemen, we could stop there and simply say, if you're looking for truth, look to the word of God. Analyze the scripture. Allow the word of God to speak. It's the written, revealed, inspired, infallible, inerrant word. It is the truth book. You'll not find truth on CNN. You'll not find truth on any of the Communist Network news stations. You'll not find truth in Washington. You'll not find truth on either side of the aisle for the most part. You find truth in the Word of God. That should be where we focus our lives on the truth of the Word of God. This is the reason I'm so passionate about this broadcast each and every day, that we need to recognize what the Scripture says. For we find in Psalms 11:3, if the foundations be destroyed, what shall the righteous do? We should be concerned as God's people as to the trajectory and the direction that our nation is taking today. We should be concerned about our Bill of Rights and our constitutional liberties. We should be concerned about our right of free speech and religious liberties. We should be concerned, ladies and gentlemen, that if we continue to see the erosion of our Bill of Rights and the liberties that God's given us, We lose our nation. We lose our churches. We lose the freedom to be a witness to the world. We lose the freedom to share the gospel of Jesus Christ 
with those around us across our nation and around the globe. So it's vital that we understand what's at stake today as we face the issues and understand the dangers that we're all facing in America as a result of the socialist, Marxist, communist, and their endeavor to overthrow the very foundations of our great nation. It was the secularist George Orwell that back in 1947-48, when the book was published entitled 1984, 1984 was a dystopian novel projecting what America would be like by 1984. He was about correct on all that he said in that novel, except for the date. He said 1984. And we find it coming to full fruition in 2020 and 2021. George Orwell said, the further a society drifts from the truth, the more it will hate those who speak it. We find that to be absolutely factual today. One of the great fallacies is to believe that somehow, somewhere, it's all the political issue, and it's all a political problem. Ladies and gentlemen, the problem begins at the foundation, rudimentary, elemental door of the step, door of the church, the steps of the church. It was uh, former Senator Jim DeMint that made the statement, title in his statement, DeMint warns America's decline linked to the death of truth. The truth is the core principle of Judeo-Christian values, which are foundation of the Western civilization. Judeo-Christian values are derived from the Bible, and the Christian church is the only custodian of the Bible. If you want to know the reason for the death of truth in America, look no further than the decline of Bible-based Christianity. He says further, what we believe about truth does not change what is true. What we believe about reality does not change what is real. There's no greater example of arrogance and self-worship than to assume Whatever we believe is true and real. And he goes further and says, yet that is precisely the prevailing view in America today, even in our churches in America. So, ladies and gentlemen, let me ask you a question. Do you believe what's said on CNN? Do you believe when you open Facebook and you see a very, very clear statement about what is happening with the mask mandate, with the lockdown mandate, with the farce, farcical, phony lie about the vaccination protecting you from COVID and you find an article on that, you see the screen of shame over that article where Facebook or other social media has declared it to be fact-checked and to be wrong. Do you believe the fact-checkers with Twitter, with Facebook, with Google, with any of the other social media? Do you believe those fact-checkers are really checking the facts and giving you the truth? No, absolutely not. Why should they? They're part and parcel of the arm of the federal government to deceive, to delude, to continue to cause chaos uh, through collusion and calamity in America to bring about fear that there will be the cowarding and the submission of citizens in America that will surrender our liberties and our freedoms to the federal government. And perhaps you are part of those that believe the screen of shame that's on most conservative articles on Facebook and other social media. Most believe that those that then publish articles that are truth, they believe that they're telling the lie and that that screen of shame that's produced by the big tech and social media, that they are correct. 
and believe it or not, there are Christians across America that believe that screen of shame more than believing the truth of the article that's been shrouded by the so-called fact-checkers. And that's growing deeper and broader in America today. This is the reason I go back to the 15th century theologian and church reformer, Jan Hus, that made a powerful statement. Jan Hus said, faithful Christians seek the truth, listen to the truth, learn the truth, love the truth, tell the truth, live the truth, and defend the truth, even to death. And ladies and gentlemen, I pray that you will heed the warning and be willing to warn others and to seek the truth and defend the truth and love the truth and defend the truth even to death. What that means, ladies and gentlemen, going back even to the 15th century theologian and church reformer, Jan Hus, that made that statement, is that if we have to stand alone and defend the truth, we need to do so even if we face death for doing so. Ladies and gentlemen, before we take our first call, let me remind you, this portion of the day's broadcast is sponsored by Tools for Time. Tools for Time is an outdoor power equipment dealership company specializing in the turnkey business packages for individuals looking to own your own landscape or lawn care business. Tools for Time carries the full line of homeowner brands like Honda and Echo. Tools for Time carries the full line of hurricane preparedness equipment. Ladies and gentlemen, Tools for Time carries the full line of Honda generators. And Tools for Time has a knowledgeable staff that can answer all of your questions about power backup equipment. They can answer all of your questions about the professional as well as the homeowner brand landscape and lawn care equipment. Tools for Time is located at 11291. That's 11291 Old St. Augustine Road. Right here in the heart of Mandarin, Tools for Time is located at the intersection of I-295 and Old St. Augustine Road. There's a gigantic flag. 165-foot flagpole with old glory flowing 24-7. Find that flag and flagpole. At the base of that flagpole, ladies and gentlemen, you'll find the home of Tools for Time. Toolsfortime.com. Toolsfortime.com. And for those that perhaps are not familiar with the telephone number, you can call 831-0917. 831-0917. Your telephone call goes directly through to our studios and right to our microphone so that we can entertain your question and your comments. I believe we have Jose on the line. Go over to your question or comment, please. Yeah, brother. It's sad to see how the devil has uh, mastered his plan against the world because the world belongs to him, Italy, but against Christians. Because the devil has consumed the time that, ha that God has given on daily, 24 hours a day. And most of the so-called Christians now, they, they are consumed by social media. And... That's why they believe to anything. And little by little, the devil and the media is displacing God's position in many of those believers. That's why they got a lukewarm uh, worldview. They got a liberal worldview because they are being consumed by social media instead of the Bible, instead of the prayer, fasting, and seeking the Lord. So we as Christians have to be very careful and very mindful that this uh, social media is addicted. You can get addicted to it. And last Sunday I was in service, I saw a couple of brothers in Christ that they were not paying attention to the uh, preaching of the word. They were more attention to the phone. And I was like, my Lord, is this what I'm seeing here? That's, that's being consumed. And little by little, let me tell you something, brother. That's why you see so many lukewarm Christians that they don't, they, they don't have values. They don't have a strong beliefs because they are being consumed by the liberals, by the uh, new... Uh, uh, how can I say this, uh, referees of truth. Since when they got that title and they are 
blocking you and they ban this person and they shut you down since who gave him that right? Well, thank God I don't have Facebook, you know what I mean? Or any yeah. of those uh, applications. And I don't have anything against them. My point is this, brother. We as Christians have to be very mindful how much time we are spending in social media. And the other thing is, are you believing more those social media uh, five, three minutes than what the Bible says? And these are the days that we are living, brother. It's just sad. It's just sad. Brother, Many Christians are falling for it. Brother Jose, you're exactly right. In fact, uh, I've said for some times, I think that our churches need to have a large basket at the foyer of the church mm-hmm. with a big sign over it, place your cell phones here. That way you don't have them ringing during church. That way you don't have a distraction during church. But one of the things, and you touched on it so eloquently, and that is that we have, according to the latest uh, Gallup report and Barner report, uh, that about only about 6% of American adult Christians, about 6%, have a biblical worldview. That means 96% do not have a biblical worldview. That means they depend on sources outside of the Word of God to find what they believe is true. And therefore, just as you said, they're depending on what the social media says is true rather than what the Word of God says is true. And one of the major things that we're seeing taking place today, more than ever in the history of America, I believe, is the prophetic text which says, in the last days there will be that great falling away, that apostasy. And that apostasy must take place before, the Scripture says, before the man of sin, that's the Antichrist, steps on the scene. And so we're seeing the wrap-up of the universe, and we're watching it happen uh, overnight. We're watching it happen in a speedy form, and yet multitudes of Christians, Jose, not aware of that, not familiar with that, being distracted by the world, displaced by uh, social media rather than the Word of God, and believing the lie rather than believing the truth. And, and unfortunately, we got many leaders that they don't teach and speak the way that you speak, brother, clearly. They just want to please the world. And they want to be Christians. It doesn't work like that, baby. Either you are with God or you are against him. Because you cannot have one foot in the world and one foot in Christ. We have to be clear. And especially this generation, brother, that is coming behind us. They need to know the truth. They need to know the facts. But what? Sadly to say, many Christians' parents, they just give their kids a cell phone to entertain them. And they don't even know what they're getting. So they wonder when the kids reach 14, 15 years old that they don't want to attend. They don't want to go to church. Brother, you're exactly right. right. It's sad, brother. This, it's sad. This, this is the reason uh, that statement that I enjoy so much from former Senator to Jim DeMint uh, talks about uh, this uh, fallacy of believing everything but the truth of the truth is uh, found and founded and started in the church. And it's a sad, sad shame that we see that. But brother, you're exactly right. And I say to everyone listening, we need to keep on looking up, lifting our up our heads for our redemption draweth nigh. Brother Jose, Amen, thank you so brother. much, and God bless God you bless today. You, thank you so much for your call. Ladies and gentlemen, we're literally looking at the wrap-up of the universe. We're watching the eschatological clock of God coming to a screeching halt. We're watching what God says will take place. We're watching it, and as we watch it, we need not to be in fear. We need not to be worried. We need not to be anxious, though it will cause anxiety. It will cause uh, calamity and confusion and chaos in the world. But we need to recognize that God's still on the throne. God's still in control. Uh, God is still operating from plan A, not plan B. We need to realize that Jesus says in John 15, if the world hate you, ye know that it hated me before it hated you. That's in verse 18 of chapter 15 of John. 
And then verse 20, remember the word, the word that I said unto you, the servant is not greater than the Lord, his Lord. If the world, if they have persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they have kept my saying, they will keep yours also. So ladies and gentlemen, we're finding that which Jesus said is absolutely true. And yet we have so many today that's not understanding that. But would you have ever believed, ladies and gentlemen, listen carefully. Would you have ever believed that we would be witnessing a day when Americans would even suggest that you just shoot someone that you disagree with? Would you have ever believed that? Would you have ever believed that in a public school classroom, a teacher would publicly chide, demean, and shame a student that's not wearing a mask and tell that student publicly that if you're not wearing a mask, if you've not been vaccinated, then you're a murderer, a murderer. That is, take, that is taking place across America today. We're losing, as one told me on one occasion, we're losing our freaking minds as we see it taking place today. Here's the article. Radical school board member says kids who don't wear a mask to school are vaccinated are murderers. The rhetoric surrounding COVID-19 is reaching a fever pitch just as school children are about to head back to the classroom. But what was said in Oklahoma school board meeting might be the most hysterical claim yet. Amid all the national handwriting, uh, hand-wringing about sending children to school, we have largely gone unscathed by the virus. But in a classroom at all, but back in the classroom at all, one school board member said that unmasked kids would be committing murder, end quote. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a sad commentary to demean a child publicly in that fashion. I believe we have Greg on the line. Go over the question or comment, please. Isn't it interesting that um... – that that lady called that potential murder, you know that 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 child not wearing a mask, or those children not wearing masks, that they they may be murdering. I mean, that, the, the harshness of the language. Did she say that about Barack Obama's party, where hundreds showed up to go indoors? Oh, it was an out it was an outdoor tent indoors, but hundreds show up for that event. Not a problem. That wasn't a super spreader event, according to the media. That wasn't a, a killer event, according to this woman. When when half a million folks showed up in Chicago for Lollapalooza, okay, and you even had Lori Lightfoot show up and uh, speak to the crowd, maskless, and the crowd mostly maskless. Did they consider that a super spreader event? No. Did they say, hey, you all you folks showing up without masks, you're murdering people? No, they didn't say that. Understand, this is entirely intended to demonize and dehumanize those that are resistant, those that are conservative, those that know their constitutional rights, those that say, don't do this to me. You're treading upon my rights. Now, keep in mind, as we move forward, now they just arrested a a, a pastor over in the UK um, that that preached against homosexuality. Um, The demonization, the dehumanization is coming for all conservatives. It's coming for all constitutionalists. It's coming for all Christians. Understand they intend to mute you. If they need to put you in jail, if they need to put you in a camp, if they need to... Now, now we're told in the Scripture that these things will come. You know, and, and of course, we're also... Jesus said, when they hate you, don't be surprised, because they hated me first. But if you if you walk through the text, eschatological text, end times text, uh, you'll see that this is what it looks like. Look at Second Timothy two, uh, three, four. Read, read through Second Timothy, folks. Read through Second Thessalonians. Read through the Revelation text. These the the words on those pages are literally coming to life. We're watching yes. them before our very. The mask is just the tip of the iceberg. 
It is a great big, huge iceberg. But this, this, this is how it plays out. Once, once it's been okayed to demonize and dehumanize the young, an infant, a, a child, a toddler, a, an elementary school, they're killing people. Really? Now, at the same time, they're telling these folks if they happen to be light skinned you're an oppressor. Now, we, we don't say, uh, we, we don't say to a little Japanese child that they're an oppressor because in 1941 Pearl Harbor was bombed and the, the, the emperor of Japan uh, sought to dominate the world. We, we don't tag them, but somehow or another, a little white child, it's okay to, opp- to oppress them because supposedly their, their forefathers have been uh, oppressors. You see how perverted this gets and how quickly it gets perverted? Uh, believers, constitutionalists, Christians, you need to stand up. You know, the, the, old, uh, the only way for evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing. We're seeing today what decades of good men doing nothing brings us. Absolutely. Greg, I read an article just a few days ago, in fact, a couple of days ago, uh, that said uh, that CDC is considering – setting up COVID camps, COVID camps, where they could isolate those that have been vaccinated from those that are not vaccinated. Does that bode well for America? And if they say they're considering it, they're letting it out gently that they've already planned it. And we're looking at what would be a replay of 1938 and 39 in the preparation for the great Holocaust that took place then in the early 40s. But it was all planned. It was all carried out. And the Hitler regime and the Hitler agenda were successful in demonizing a segment of society, causing society in that day to believe that it was the Jewish people that was the uh, fault and the problem for all of Germany. And as a result of that, it was the citizens that basically applauded when the Jewish people were hauled off in boxcars uh, to be placed in concentration camps, and ultimately extinguished. Do you see that as, uh, how would I say, the handwriting on the wall? Yeah, listen, it's, it's, it's not just uh, you know a, a um, presumption. It's, it's not conspiracy theory. It's coming to life today. By the way, you talk about the handwriting on the wall. When that handwriting on the wall you know, came up in the Scripture, the finger wrote on the wall, and it said, Mini, mini, tinkle, you farson. You've been weighed in the balance and come up wanting. We're watching that. It's a very, 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 very good reference. Very good reference. Now, keep in mind, I love the great state of Tennessee, the Southwest ter- Territory, uh, the, the literally the southern tip of heaven. It's beautiful. The great Houston Valley and these great Smoky Mountains. It's beautiful country. And I, I was really proud of, thankful for Governor Bill Lee and his trek across the state of Tennessee and the words that he had to say, and it was very encouraging. Now, he's governor of the great state of Tennessee, but I'm calling him out today. I'm very disappointed in my governor today. He signed an executive order less than five days ago in Section 18 of that executive order. It says temporary quarantine and isolation facilities may be constructed. And you skip down a paragraph or two. It says inspections of health care facilities are suspended. You go, oh, uh, what, huh? What in the world? What in the world is going on here? It's, it's, it, this, this is no longer conspiracy theory. It should come out in an executive order. And that's in the great state of Tennessee, a free state in this country, not not a slave state, not a blue state, but a free state. And we've got a governor that just signed that? What in the world is wrong with you, Governor Lee? What in the world is wrong with you? 
Um, this is absurdity. And yeah, you could you could literally see these things start to to roll out tomorrow. I fully expect you know by by sundown tomorrow, uh, the crazy man in the White House is going to come out with another lockdown or another mask mandate or another something or another. I'm fully expecting it. And if not that, between now and the 20th anniversary of 9-11, I'm expecting something. I mean, you know, you remember 20 years ago in the hours, in the days, in the weeks that followed 9-11, every single one of us, of course, we're on our knees in prayer before God, but we're also every single one of us waiting on the next shoe to drop. I want to let you know, folks, terrorists love anniversary dates. They love things for maximum impact. And here we've got a southern border wide open with folks, illegal aliens penetrating this country from over 100 other countries, many of which that do not like us. By the way, folks, the sworn oath of the President of the United States is to support, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. Article 4, Section 4 says that every state shall be preserved a Republican form of government, and all states shall be protected against invasion. Do you understand what's going on? And we've got over a million at least. That's how many they say. A whole bunch more than that. It's a whole bunch more than that that have come to this country. We've got a wide open border, and we're less than a month away. I don't know, right at a month away. We're less now, less than a month away from the 9-11, 20th 9-11 anniversary. I'm, by the way, folks, this is, this is not intended to scare, to, 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 to strike fear. Well, unless you're a lost person, because I, I got news for you. My Lord already has me. Amen. <laughs> Satan can't. It, it, I, it's, it's not fearful for me. I mean, there's a glory hallelujah moment that's coming for me. It's not Amen. a fearful thing. And for, yeah. for every believer, for every believer, Second Timothy you know, 4, I think it's verse 8, uh, we're to love his appearance. There's a, there's a crown of righteousness that, that, that's reserved for those, for those that love his appearing. And I love yes. his appearing. I'm looking forward to it. Greg, hold hold your thoughts just a moment. I believe we have Pastor Davis on the line. Go ahead, Pastor Davis, with your question or comment. Good morning, Dr. Youngblood. How are you today? I'm doing great. I pray that you are. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I just thank and praise God for what both of you have said, and I just found it to be uh, such a blessing to to hear uh, both of you uh, quoting the Word of God coming from in John chapter 15, where Christ told us to remember the Word. Amen. Yes. That he spoke unto us. It's 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 very important for us today as Christians to remember that he already told us that these things would come to pass and prepare ourselves by putting on the whole arm of God that we may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. We have, amen, a spiritual fight, a spiritual yes, battle it at is. hand. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, amen, if if we can remember President uh, Biden so called right now is sitting in the White House. Amen. In his campaign, a lot of times he said, there's a battle for the soul of America. Now, I did not take that to be something lightly. I took that literally. I really felt like he feels like he's battling, and it's not just him. It's, it's, it's the spirit. It's that, that devil spirit, the Satan spirit that's battling through him, that's fighting against mostly the Christians on today. Everything that they're doing are directed at all of us who stand for holiness and stand for righteousness. And if we go further down, I want to connect him in chapter 15 with chapter 16. Christ went on to tell the disciples in verse number 1, John 16 and 1, These things have I spoken unto you, that ye should not be offended. Amen. In other words, just what Brother Greg just got finished saying, we shouldn't be scared. Amen. We shouldn't be cowering. Amen. Or anything like that. 
we shouldn't really even be offended because we've all already been forewarned in the word of God that these things were going to happen. And he said, they shall put you out of the synagogues. Yea, the time cometh that whosoever killeth you will think that he doeth God's service. That young blood, they've already done that. They shut the churches down. They told us we couldn't go to church. They put us out of the churches, just like this word is saying right here. And then when we look at how, amen, they are killing people through this vaccine. They are killing people. People just don't realize how dangerous this thing is. I know some people personally myself. After taking this vaccine for some odd reason or other, and I know that they already had other medical conditions, but, amen, for some reason or other, after they took this vaccine, they passed away. Uh, I, I, you know, and I just, for me, that was crushing. But, but still yet, uh, I'm trusting in the word of God because I know he's still in control. And he said, verse number three, these things will they do unto you because they have not known the Father nor me. But these things have I told you, verse four, that when the time shall come, ye may remember that I told you of them. And these things I said not unto you at the beginning, because I was with you. Amen. So as amen. long as Christ was there, amen, the comforter, amen, everything they needed, amen, in order to, 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 to be yes. able to get along in life at that particular yes. time, Christ was right there to provide for them. But amen. now Pastor, on today, amen, we have to trust in him the more. Yes. Pastor Davis, our time is up for this segment of the broadcast. But thank you so much for your call. And I believe John is hanging on the line. If you would, John, hang on until after the news break. And Greg and John will be right back after the top of the hour news. We're looking forward to our continued conversation on Let's Face the Issues today. And thank you so much. Don't turn your dial. Hang in there. We'll be right back right after the news. This is Let's Face the Issues with Dr. Gene A. Youngblood from First Conservative Baptist Church and Conservative Theological University in Jacksonville, Florida. To learn more, visit conservative.edu. 